We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Better. You see it now? Nothing. Okay, good. All right, there was the option, so I'm going to reset it. All right. Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. Hello. I moved my desk again. I'm going to have tell. to get cool <laughs> stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's so empty. I was looking for um, Tusk posters earlier. Oh, so, God. So that you could just gaze upon the beauty that is yeah. while we're talking. Great. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay, so I was going to tell you that as I was scrolling through Insta videos this morning, I one of the first things I see is one of these like ridiculous moms who's like, you know, here's a day in the life of me um, as a homeschooled mother of two. And she's like, she's wearing this like absurd gown that's like almost like it's it's like a silky white gown. Like who was wearing that around the house, especially with two kids? And then she's like, this is a day in the life of homeschooling my 42 month old and my 21 month old. And I'm like, I want to punch you right now. It seemed like it should be satire, but it wasn't. It was a hundred percent real and ridiculous. Um, and then I look at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm going to brush my teeth this morning. Um, I'm still wearing yesterday's makeup because I was too lazy to take it off last night. And I'm about to go record a professional podcast. Come with me. Julie, please take your makeup off before (laughs) bed. That is so disgusting. I always do. I always do. I just did not feel good last night. So I like laid down and was like, I'll pass out. I'll wake up at like midnight and take it off. And I just never did. So, but as you can see, I'm already suffering for my choices. I've already broken out all over the place. Oh, I know. I slept at Amanda's house on Thursday night, so I was just drunk and didn't. But like, You guys had a sleepover? How cute! Oh, did you see how fucking drunk I was in that video? Yes. Of course I slept there. I'm glad you slept over. <laughs> I was, was like, I was still drunk when I tried to leave in the morning, uh-huh. and I drove like out of her like survey thing. And then mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck, like I should not be driving right now. I so I yeah. pulled into uh, like a big plaza and there was a subway there. Thank God. So I just like got food, got water, sat in my car for like half hour and just like waited it out. And I was like, OK, yeah. like I think I can drive now. But man, like you think you're fine because you slept. But actually, I think like 90 percent of DUIs or something happened the morning after. So whoa I did not realize yeah like I don't know if it's that number I just like pulled that number out of my ass but uh, it's a it's a pretty significant number yeah wow yeah I guess if you you sleep for you don't really really sleep because you're not at home or whatever and you're you're kind of and also when you're drunk yeah you don't get a real sleep right like your body doesn't go into full REM or whatever the fuck it's called right yeah Wow. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, you posted the video of you, like you guys, you were watching Rocky Horror 
picture show and you were performing for Amanda. It was amazing. I loved it. That was only a little snippet. I performed the entire fucking move. Oh, I bet she loved that. was probably so annoying, but whatever. (laughs) We had a good time. Everybody loves watching something when someone else is singing and quoting the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, So, you know, you guys, we might not have Justine on the podcast too much longer um, because she's been reached out to by a very big celebrity who wants to be her friend. Britney Spears sent Justine a message. I'm like, my heart dropped. I'm like, are you breaking up with me on air? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are we breaking up right now? I'm like, at least have the audacity to do it when we're not recording, you bitch. (laughs) I wanted a genuine reaction. (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, so Britney Spears reached out to you on Instagram. And how's that going for you? Twitter slash X. Twitter, oh, excuse me, X, whatever. Yeah, I I love these accounts. They're so funny. I remember seeing one. This wasn't to me, but it was just like a meme or whatever someone posted. And Uh it was a Michael Jackson one. And it's like, hi, this is Michael. I'm not dead. I need you to send me like $50,000. And the person's like, (laughs) But if you got a message like that from Tupac, you'd do it, right? Oh, for sure. (laughs) I I would believe it if it was Tupac. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, No, the account was like, Britney Spear without an S, like four, five, seven, or something. 300 like that. followers. 300 followers? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're going to have to send me that screenshot to put on Instagram. But yeah, just what does it say? Hi, Justine. I'm, I think I'm sure you're surprised by this. So this message was sent to me in June. I don't know how I didn't oh. see it until now, but it says, <laughs> it got Hi, Justine, spam. I know this is like a dream to you. Thank you for being a fan. Britney Spear 39 <laughs> is the account. So shout Amazing. out to them. You missed it, though. You could have been twirling around in Britney Spears Cheesecake Factory designed foyer with her. I know I could have been you the could one have taught her something. The knife she dance. has a stripper pole. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Good times. But. Um, so I listened to this podcast yesterday and I heard about this a long time ago and it was just like one of those things where it's like, I'm finally going to friggin' listen to this thing. Okay. Um, so it's called the infamous podcast okay. and um, they did a three-part Kardashian Jenner series, and I know Ooh. you don't really care about them. However, these were the girls who um, interviewed Kylie for Forbes magazine for the youngest self-made billionaire thing that was so controversial. Okay, so they go. So the girl who's interviewing her for Forbes goes over to her house, and she plays the actual recording from the interview in the podcast. And it's Kylie and Chris, and she's asking Kylie all these questions about her business and, you know, about numbers and, like, where were you when the idea came to you for Kylie Cosmetics and all this stuff. Kylie cannot fake her way through a fucking answer. She goes, uh, uh, and everything she goes to say, Chris just jumps in. Chris knows all the numbers. Chris knows everything. Kylie does not know one single fucking thing about her own mm. business, which, you nope. know, shocker to nobody. Right. It's just interesting to actually like hear the audio being played and everything like that. And um, 
And then, so they do, that's like a two-parter. And then the third part is when Kim had her Forbes cover. This is when, uh, remember that like Kim Kardashian, uh, I was going to say superstar, but that was her porn tape. <laughs> the, the the video game <laughs> she did where you could like become oh, a famous person Ho- through her. Hollywood something or other. Yeah, that, that fucking it's video like game that was huge. like a phone app. Yeah. yeah. This was when she was making all the money off of that. And they were talking about when she was filming her cover for that, they thought like, oh, she doesn't really look like a businesswoman on the cover. It's kind of a little too sexy. Can we maybe throw a blazer over it? And then they said this was like the Kanye era. So Kanye was, of course, on set being like, no, we're not putting a blazer over. That's not the vibe. Like, of course. Um, But yeah, it was just really interesting. See, I'd be more interested in that than than like seeing what they want us to see on their executive produced show mm-hmm. that they have the final rights to choose what goes on air um i'd be interested in that i wonder who who else have they done shows on did you like scroll through to see other stuff yeah, there's just like a ton of them okay i'm gonna subscribe to that because that sounds so interesting yeah it was really good if anyone wants like a easy kind of interesting yeah. listen like that well, and then you also started watching that TV show. Is it's betrayed, and it's based off of the podcast. I think it's the podcast is also called Betrayed or Betrayal or something. Yeah. And how do you like the show so far, or how far are you into? Oh, it? I only started. I only put on like the first ten minutes yesterday okay. just to like get the vibe of it. So okay. I'm I'm probably gonna finish it. But as you said, like I listened to the whole podcast, so it's like, yeah you know but I'm still I'm still interested like I loved that podcast I like I, I got too. so excited for a new episode every week it yeah was it one. was really good and I got excited when I saw the tv show but then I got a couple episodes in and I was like all right I, I know all of this um so I think it'd be good if you're not familiar with the podcast maybe you want to watch a, a tv version instead um but I should go back and revisit that for sure it's probably a good show yeah so. But that's about, in case anyone's not familiar, this is a woman who was married and had this wonderful husband and everybody adored them and thought that they were so sweet and wonderful together. And he was a teacher and was he, I think he was a coach as well of of the sport team at the school or something, if I remember correctly. And it is revealed that he was having an affair with his, with a student. So yeah, Pretty didn't like the cops just show up at their house one day and they're like, your husband's yeah. under arrest. And that's yeah. how she found out like that is every fucking married woman's worst nightmare. I swear and to God. She was shocked. Yeah. And I think probably when cops show up at your house, well, I think he was home with her, but I was going to say when cops show up at your house, you're like, oh shit, you know, somebody died in an accident or something. But I yeah. think he was actually there with her and he had said something to her like, oh, they're, I'm going to go away or something. Like he knew he was busted. And she was a producer on Jersey Shore, which is like so random. I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. The degrees of separation. Um, I I guess this is kind of along the, the same line. So we'll kind of segue into this. But I found a super interesting piece of unsolicited advice that we could give in one of the like mom groups from my community. And so I want to read this to you and see what you think about it. <laughs> so because I'm I'm the person who should be giving advice to mothers, right? It's not a it's not a mom question at all. So you're oh, good okay. to go. 
but like there's all kinds of juicy stuff that shows up in this it's like kind of gossipy and I like it so all right so this was posted anonymously and on because I don't want to get don't want this getting back to him my husband is an incredible man, but he's always been less than caring about appearances. It's not a big deal to me, but I've talked to him in the past about maybe wearing the nice clothes I've bought for him to look good. He's a very good looking man with a nice body, but it never mattered to him. Fast forward 20 years, he gets a new job. Suddenly, he's dressing up every day, grooming himself and looking hot. He is also staying late pretty much every day at the new job. My spidey senses are on alert high alert. I feel like he's trying to impress and I'm afraid the impression is for another woman. Am I crazy? His job is very dirty. So it just doesn't make sense for him to dress up every day. I've not mentioned this to him and I don't know if I should. What would you do? What would you think of the sudden change in appearances? Is this something you would consider a flag in a relationship? What do you think? I mean, most clearly she considers it a red flag if she's like that upset about it that she's taking to her mommy group on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, when she says it's like a dirty job, I'm picturing like construction supervisor or something like that. And the fact that he's like dressing up every day and he's in 20 years, she's never known him to care about how he looks. I was, I commented and I was like, Red flag, huge waving red flag. He is probably trying to uh, impress someone new and maybe having an affair. That's my first thought. This guy's cheating or trying to. One of the two. Well, like I said, I just think that if she's that upset about it, then, you know, there's usually a reason for that. So do you think he's cheating? I mean, possibly. But also there's other construction jobs out there where you do have to be clean shaven and stuff like that. So it's too. But to she's me, saying he's dressing up. To me, it's too like vague. Like, I don't know this mm -hmm. guy. I don't like I need more details about this. Okay. Like, why is he staying late? Like, what is his excuse for staying late? Like that. That's yeah. kind of to me where it's like. Is it a job where he's working later or is he purposely like, oh, I'm going to be late later than usual today all the time? Okay. So she responded to me and okay. here's what she said. Here's the thing I noticed. He oversees two work sites. Again, this tells me construction, you know, project management, management, something like that. He is more than happy to show me one, but the one he stays late at the more human office he doesn't even mention. These are also the days he looks his best. Red flag, I have some work to do for sure. Okay, well then that's obvious. Like this, this <laughs> bitch doesn't need after... a stranger on Facebook to tell her what she wants to know, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, but that's what we do as women. We like put it out like, eh, because men always tell us, oh, you're being crazy. You know, that's, I, I'm just trying to look nice at my new job, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so that, and that was her response to me. So absolutely, this guy's like either cheating or he's attempting to get there. And she had responded to someone else in the comments that they've been together since they were like 17 and 18. And I'm like, can we not do this? Stop marrying your high school sweetheart and then wondering why they get 
anxious and antsy and want new pussy 20 years later. Stop. Jesus Christ. Let him get it out of his system and don't marry a man until he's at least 30. And even then it still might not be wonderful, but this happens over and over and over again. Yeah. I just think that if your intuition is telling you something, um, she doesn't she doesn't need strangers on Facebook to tell her the answer. She just probably wants validation that like she's not crazy. But deep down, she knows. Yeah. Yeah, she knows she needs to. If she doesn't want him to know, here's the thing that I always think. If you suspect that a man is cheating, do not blurt out to him. I think you're cheating. Da, 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 da. Don't confront him. You need to do your homework. And if that means snooping through his phone following him somewhere to see if he's going where he's supposed to be going, hiring a private investigator, whatever. What you need to do is gather all of the information. All cheaters. Yes, exactly. Gather all of the information. Pay your friend to follow him so he doesn't recognize the car. Like, whatever. Gather all of the information to the point where it's right here. I got photos. I got videos of you kissing a girl outside of the sushi restaurant, whatever. Like you have to have all of the information so that when you present it to him and explain to him why you're leaving him, divorcing him, whatever, he cannot turn it back around on you and gaslight you into thinking you're crazy because you have clear evidence right here. The text messages are here. The photos are here, whatever, because Men will, cheating men will always, if you take a tiny piece, like a text message, or you take a tiny piece of a feeling and you present that as proof, they will always flip it around, gaslight you, make you feel crazy, make you think you're overthinking things. So you've got to gather all the info and then be ready to go. A hundred percent. That's the only option. I mean, first of all, relax, Kristen Doty, like going through the phone and like hiring people to follow them. I, I'm totally against going through your significant other's phone. I would Yeah, but never... that's because you trust your significant other. If you if he's doing yeah, but shady I wouldn't, shit. I wouldn't be with him if I didn't trust him though. Like if But if I... you're married and you've been together 20 years and you have kids and everything, you don't just go, Oh, I don't trust you anymore. So we're gonna get divorced. Like you have to find the evidence to see if you are being crazy or if there's something to it. Yeah, I just think that if you already think it enough, then I don't know. I think every situation is different, obviously, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. This bitch knows. But if you're just like dating someone and you've been together for a while or even for a few years and you don't have kids and you don't own a home together and you know what I mean? Like you're that's low stakes where you're like, I don't like the way that I'm feeling and I don't feel that I can trust you. So I'm going to step away from this. But when you like put everything together and you're married, you've been together for two decades, you've got children together, you own a home together, you have cars together, like you have a bank account together. Once you start intermeshing your lives to that effect, you can't just like walk away and feel good about walking away if you don't have substantial like physical evidence. So there's there's also the other side of it where I feel like some people want to be caught because like mm -hmm. they just maybe they've tried to break it up with the with the significant other before maybe you know they're not happy and they just don't have the balls to break it off face to face 
and yeah. maybe they don't even know that they want to be caught but it's like uh they like they don't even realize that they're putting all of this evidence out there on purpose do you know what I'm yeah, trying to say yeah they just don't care if you do catch them yeah so then there's like that there's that but then there's also the guys that are trying to be sneaky that if you present a little something to them that you found now they're just going to be better at hiding shit that's why you got to kind of have like the whole thing before you bring it up yeah I mean I mean listen I don't have kids with somebody I don't understand I will never be that tied to somebody for the rest of my life so I don't understand that However, yeah. I just feel like if I if I feel some sort of way about my significant other where it's like I I feel like you're doing me dirty and whatever, I don't yeah. know, I just feel like why waste your time with that person? But yeah. it, it it's complicated, I understand that. Absolutely. Yeah. But I definitely think he's cheating, so there's that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you want to did you watch Special Forces? Do you want to kind of tell me oh, about that I well, haven't watched it still before before we talk about that you know it starts this week right do 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 I have no idea what House is it villains oh I keep seeing okay I was gonna ask you about that too because I keep seeing all of these like promo things and I was gonna ask you when is it starting I feel like it should be any time House of Villains what network is that on e okay it's an e-show. I believe it starts on Thursday. I'm just going to do a really quick Google search so that I don't sound completely stupid. I'm so freaking excited to see this show. I can't wait to discuss it. Oh, yes. Let's. I don't even know if I have e-streaming on any of my 75 apps, but I'll get it. Right. I was right. October 12th. October 12th. Okay. Thursday. Ooh, I am excited. Who do you think is going to be the best? Like, Who's going to guess... win it? Is it a competition? I think so, because there's money oh. to be won. Oh. I wonder if they're going to do something kind of like how the challenge had um, like a secret moles or something a couple of years ago. I wonder if they're going to do it like that. What would even the challenge be? Who's the bitchiest person in the house? They get like points for every time they hit someone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to watch. But I I don't know. I, I'll say this. I think Johnny Bananas is going to win because that motherfucker is a he's so annoying. Like I never need to see that guy on my TV ever again. Right. But he's good at manipulating people. He's won how many fucking challenges. So um, yeah, that's my prediction. Well, I will have a prediction next week after I know how what the actual competition is. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be back with that next week. I'm really looking forward to that. But with special forces, I literally said this. I was like, I'm gonna stop watching when all the like people that I care about are gone. And in this last week's episode, like most of those people left. Like all of well, the entertaining shit. people like left. Like, first of all, Tara Reed. I'm glad that she left because she watching her was just hard to watch. That's the only way to really describe it. She is so underweight and like, and I'm not trying to body shame her, but she just physically does not have what it takes to do something like that. Like yeah, the challenges they're doing are hard for people who are in top physical shape. Like 
they have Des Bryant, former NFL player. Like it's hard for him. He's a freaking professional athlete, you know? And they had this challenge thing where they had to like, you know, run up and down this hill with like this backpack on that weighed 30 pounds. She couldn't even stand up with it on her back. She was like falling over, couldn't get up. And Probably like a third of her body weight. Yeah. And the staff was like told one of the guys, he was like, you need to hold on to her bag for her because she can't even hold on to it. And then just halfway through, she's like, you know, I give up. I, I can't do this. Sorry, guys. Bye. And she just quit. I was going to ask you, are people dropping out or do they lose challenges and have to go home or both? So, so far, no one left in the first episode. In the second episode, that happened. And then Black China refused to do one of the challenges. Like she got all suited up and everything. And then she was about to and she's like, fuck this. I'm not going to do it. And then they're like, what okay, challenge well. was it? They had to like go down this wall and kind of like descend down a wall on like a perfect 90 degree angle. Like it. It was like fucked up. Isn't that uh, repelling though? Or don't they repel off the they, wall? They didn't go backwards though. Like it wasn't the descent oh. where they like go down. It was like uh-huh. down a wall and they had to like walk down the wall like face first. Oh, okay. Um, so she refused to do that. And then she's like, fuck this. And then they're like, okay, well, like if you're not doing the challenge, then you leave. She's like, good, go. I don't yeah. care, I'm quitting. And then Des Bryan, who was someone who was, so entertaining on the show because the way the challenge worked is that both of the people had to kind of go down at the same time because their harnesses kind of balanced each other out and because she wouldn't quit sure she quit sorry his harness tightened up and it like really physically hurt him and he like threw a fucking hissy fit and he's like fuck this shit and he like lost his mind and then at the end they're like you're like not emotionally stable enough they don't really say those words to him but that's pretty much what they said like yeah we can't have you acting like that and he tried apologizing and then they're like no bye bye so um in my opinion I was like they were they were like (laughs) they're like dude this guy used to play football he probably has CTE like we can't take any chances (laughs) we got to get him to leave yeah Um, but Sandoval's still on it I was gonna ask you if he left because you said all the interesting people almost were gone. So, and I so, know you're a Sandoval head. So pretty much the only other people I really like care about watching is Sandoval and Jojo Siwa. I'm like rooting for her on the show. Really? She's like, How's yeah. she doing? Good. But she was just like joking around a lot in the first episode and they, mm-hmm. they were not having that, you know. Yeah. You're like, honey, this ain't the sparkly dream tour. This is real shit yeah exactly but you can tell that she's got so much like I don't know emotional trauma I guess I'll call it from like Mm -hmm. how she was raised Mm -hmm. I mean I've been saying for years like something is wrong with this girl because there's no reason why an 18 year old or 17 year old should be dressing and acting like a 10 year old with their hair up and bows and piggy tails and uh like it's something has happened it incredibly traumatic to this little girl so then when she came out and she started to kind of like seem more normal and dress more normal and like a a young woman I was like okay well maybe it was just you know that she was hiding her true self in plain sight covered in rainbows and lollipops and yeah glittery stars and (laughs) hair bows I don't know but yeah that's interesting I wonder how far she'll make it 
you know? Yeah. Um, and then to no one's surprise, the diver on, I've never watched an episode of this show. It looks awful, but the masked singer, the diver was revealed to be Tom Sandoval, which we all knew because mm-hmm. his little preview was like, oh, I'm the most hated person, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they really screwed him over by giving way too detailed of clues. Everyone knew from day one that the diver was going to be Sandoval. Even if I didn't see his clue package and I just watched his performance, I would have known it was him because the way he dances around on stage Uh is such a specific, like he does such specific things to him that when I was watching it, I was like, God, you should have sang like a ballad or something where you're just standing there instead of where, where you're dancing around. Yeah, but um, I thought he did good and I don't like that show either, but I do like watching the performances like I'll go yeah. back and I'll watch like uh, Wiz Khalifa did really well on it. I'll like go back and I'm like, how did they not know that was him? Like, yeah, I wish there was like a button that you could press where it's like. I remember when that show first came out and they were putting the trailers out and I thought it was a joke. I'm like, is this is real. This is weird. But it's, yeah, I've never watched an episode. It just doesn't seem like anything I'd be into. But it's um. Then they also had the mask dancer. They had like one season of that, and oh. Vinny from Jersey Shore did an episode. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. Which, by the way, on the mask singer, someone guessed that it was Polly D. Like the the Sandoval I heard that, one. and I'm like, Polly D, the most hated person on the show. Like, please. No. It's it's a it's obnoxious the guesses. Yeah, it's got to be like producer driven too and they have to give stupid I don't know, it's all that TV bullshit. Yeah. Um Ryan and I went to see uh Dumb Money, the movie Dumb Money. Have you seen any trailers for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's about um for anybody that doesn't know years I think it was like 2015, 2016 around that time. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but when GameStop stock went from like nothing, like way up to, you know, three, four hundred dollars. And it was kind of on the downslope of GameStop where people were really downloading digital games more than they were going in. They were really going into stores. A lot of the stores had closed and there was a YouTuber who was just like, I like the stock. I think it's undervalued and you know, the stock market is betting against it. And I don't think that they should be. And I, I like it. So I bought X amount of stock. He starts to go viral. All of a sudden, all these young people start buying GameStop stock and it goes from like $3 or something up to like $350 a share. And people are making tons of money. I mean, what, how so exciting like some people were making millions of dollars on GameStop stock incredible and then you know there's some corruption behind the scenes that's happening there's a lawsuit it's a very good movie I highly recommend it Shailene Woodley is in it she's someone that I really love as an actress but feel like I would hate her in person so um you know she's in it it's great oh Pete Davidson is in it I went with my husband and when I saw Pete Davidson, I looked at him and I was like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> he was like, whatever. <laughs> He's so funny though. He's funny. He always lightens the mood in any movie or TV show. Uh, it was great. I highly recommend it. 
Very good. Pete Davidson is someone who's like obviously hilarious, like you said, and like, you know, he's a charming guy. But when you really think about him, like underneath all the layers, it's actually more dark than anything. It's very dark. I totally agree. And I think about your comments about him in a relationship all the time. I think about like the tattoos and the obsession and the, uh, he's, he's a very troubled person, which honestly, most comedians and funny people in general are very, yeah, very traumatized. I, I was even talking to my coworkers at work about this as we were talking about like how if you were fat if you've ever been fat you like have to be funny too because you can't like be fat and be a bitch you have to pick one you can't be both and so you have (laughs) most fat people and like people with traumatic past will be funny just because I I think I'm kind of funny sometimes yeah you gotta choose like you can't be fat and be a bitch like that's just it you gotta be like fat and nice or fat and funny or fat and tout like you gotta have something good to go like hand in hand with it I mean I've Um, never heard of that but I have heard of people like Jonah Hill's the first example that comes to my mind like when he lost all the weight people were like worried he wasn't gonna be as funny or funny anymore same thing with Josh Peck like when he was on Drake and Josh and he was much bigger like in like 300 pounds or something um and then he lost a lot of weight and then people were like he's not funny anymore he was he's not funny since he's not fat anymore yeah but I still think he's funny. I love his podcast. It's it's such his, he does the podcast. Um, It's called the good guys. I love him. Get Hillary Duff on. That was a really good interview. Mm-hmm. I listened. So. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. I love Josh Peck. I think he's so underrated and I love, I have such, I, I love and have such nostalgia for Drake and Josh. It's such a fun show, but yeah. No, Never seen no. an episode, babe. So. Uh, I don't know if you like, I feel like if you don't have a nostalgic connection to it as a 30 year old, you're probably not going to enjoy it that much. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But I really enjoyed watching it with Alex when she was younger. because We watched the whole series. That was fun. Um, Yeah, it's good stuff. I think yeah. we should do a deep dive on Amanda um, Bynes one day. Uh, I guess so. I don't really like, I don't know. I was never really like an Amanda head. I wasn't either, but just watching her down- downward spiral was so crazy. And the connection to um, Dan Schneider is crazy. And also like she was getting face tattoos. She was saying she wanted Drake to like murder her pussy and stuff on Twitter. Like <laughs> it is crazy. Like, it's a crazy spiral, but yeah, you know, the traumatized youth, we uh, deal with things in different ways. Yeah. Childhood fame is like a whole other level. That's, that's a whole other deep. We'll dive leave that to uh, beyond the blinds. 
yeah <laughs> they're doing really well over there we don't <laughs> we don't need to get into that i guess yeah <laughs> um and then so on more dark news i stumbled across this thread on reddit and it was the true crime discussion reddit and someone had asked something similar to like have you ever known anyone in your personal life who's committed a heinous crime or like murdered someone and so I took some screenshots of some of the responses and figured, let's share that dark shit here. Yay. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So I don't really remember what these screenshots are, so we'll see if they're good. Oh, my ex-husband is spending life in jail. I had no idea he was an antisocial sociopath. You had no idea that he was antisocial and a sociopath? Okay. Uh, One day I woke up and I received a call that he had been arrested for ending a man's life horrifically and then trying to blame it on the Costa Nostra, which sounds to me like it's like a um, cartel, maybe. Um, I saw the evidence. It was him. The entire story is crazy and I should write it down one day. Yeah, you should, because I want to know more. That's crazy. Can you imagine, like, you're just, like, you're married to someone, you're with them, you're living with them, and then they, like, commit this, like, disgusting, heinous murder? That's so scary. Like Have you ever go- known anyone that did that? Um, I know someone. So, one of my brother's best friends, this happened. I was still in high school when this happened. Um, He went to a bar one night, and this guy that we know... It was like this whole thing over like you owe me ten dollars type of bullshit, oh, and the Jesus. guy ended up stabbing him, and he ended up dying. And the guy who stabbed him, like we all knew who he was. I knew his group of friends. I knew everything. It was like a really dark time. That's so crazy. And I even remember um, being in my co-op class in high school, and obviously he was in jail. Jail. And this one girl in my co-op class who knew him, the guy who murdered my brother's friend, he was like, she was like, oh, I feel so bad for him. He's like stuck in there. And I remember like losing my shit on her and being like, how can you fucking say that? Like this guy lost his life, like over literally nothing. Like it was, it was crazy. That's Um, sick to say something like that. Yeah. Especially to someone that you know was connected to the person who's died. It's fucked up. Yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's any other, you know, like there's a there's, I know people who have been in like situations and stuff, but that's probably like the only real life person right. I know who has act actually killed someone. I swear there are certain words that we say within our group that have changed are changed forever for me. Um, actually has a new connotation. Um, Phil. Every time we say the word, every time I say the word feel, it comes out fill, even in my mind. Um, dill, same thing. It was a big dill. Gel. Gel. I went to gel or I'm a damn good mother. You know, all of these things, they just have these <laughs> like weird new meanings. I'm a damn good mother. Oh I went my to God. gel. Okay. Um, so speaking of, let's just go on a quick little side tangent. Okay. Jade and Sean from Teen Mom got married yesterday. The wedding mm-hmm. looked fucking lit. Sick fall. Everyone was wearing black, which I loved. And um, 
almost everyone from Teen Mom was there, which I love. I love a good yeah. crossover in the Teen Mom universe. But yeah. Gary Shirley looking real skinny. I wonder if he's on Ozempic. For sure, because Christina has lost a lot of weight too. She, yeah, because then sure I went are. to... I, I like didn't even recognize him until I saw your story and you said Gary was there. I was like, that's Gary. And then I went to his profile and then I went to Christina's profile and I'm like, damn, they have both lost a ton of weight. They look so much healthier. So Gary, I will say like, if you watch the whole entire series, he was always at his biggest, like in 16 and pregnant. And he slowly, yeah. like as he's been aging, he does always like every season he does kind of look progressively a little smaller than he did. That's good. Um, but it's like all of a sudden it just looks like super dramatic now. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Ozempic. But, you know, Christina, she's always gobbling down those sandwiches. I know. I'm like, she? we know they're not really eating healthy. So, like, what are they doing unless they had, like, weight loss surgery or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so hard to say. But, yeah, that wedding looked lit. I saw a clip on another like Instagram page or something and I didn't know who they were I was like who is that I know it's teen mom related but is Sean sober because I know that their story was a lot like he had a major drug problem yeah so he went to like inpatient rehab facility for like I don't know three months or something or maybe even longer and then on the show she like went to visit him and it was a completely different person like he and then he got his teeth fixed and everything he is sober he's doing great they're doing great that's why I'm like rooting for them because they were like so toxic and it was like you know, if you only saw them on like young and pregnant or something and you just found out yeah. they got married, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's a disaster. But they've progressed so much as a couple and his sobriety like really changed everything. And yeah, uh, yeah, he's like he's literally just a different person. He talks different. He looks different. Um, so. So, yeah. Yeah, because all I had ever heard about the two of them was just like all of their fights and, you know, listening to Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom or, you know, various podcasts that talk about them. Sometimes I was like, who they got married. I really hope something has changed in that relationship. That's amazing. It makes me happy. Yeah, I love it. They're, I just didn't like the great. song they walked down the aisle to. What was the song again? I forget. Oh, I don't know. It was some lame. I, I think all oh, those, something like... about don't leave me. Your everything. I think all of those like quote unquote wedding songs are so fucking awful. lame. It was awful. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but I'm happy for them. Good for them. Um, okay, back to depressing shit. Ready? You want to hear some more murder <laughs> stories? <laughs> it's enough of that marriage shit. Um okay, let's see here. This was just so fascinating to me. I was just reading and reading. Okay. Sean Vincent Gillis is a serial killer whose girlfriend at the time only knew about him when the police broke into the house with an arrest warrant. They were both sleeping and the poor woman was in shock to learn that her partner was a serial killer. I think that she kept the house where he murdered all of the eight poor women. Now, I have been known to say that I would buy a home that like horrific shit happened in if I could get a good deal. I don't think I could continue living in a home where my boyfriend murdered eight women and their dead bodies were there. What do you think? I think something like that, they usually end up tearing the house down. 
But she like, says when, that she when, kept the house. Oh, she kept the house. It says she kept the house where he murdered the women. Oh. I don't think I could do that. Uh-uh. I'm selling. Yeah, that's that's or rebuilding. Ooh, that's fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah. Um let's see here. Myra Hindley and Ian Brady from The Moore's Murders. The movie See No Evil, The Moore's Murders is really good. Myra's sister and brother-in-law had no clue, but spent a lot of time with the killers. I've not seen that. Have you seen that? I've seen uh, Kane, like the wrestler. He's in a horror movie called See No Evil. See No Evil? I I don't think it's the same thing. It's not. Not at all. I have seen that movie and it's, I can guarantee it's not the same movie. Um, Oh my God, dude, 82 made her smart ass comment. Most serial killers who are married don't share that information with their spouse. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Jesus. Um, Clifford Olson lived in Canada in a suburb neighborhood with his wife. I love Canadian spelling. N-E-I-G-H-V-O-U-R-H-O-O-D neighborhood um lived in canada in a suburb neighborhood with his wife and soon-to-be infant son my cousin lived a few blocks away and she said all of the kids knew him and loved him he would take them sledding give them candy and play with them back then kids were starved for attention they were latchkey kids he was convicted of killing 11 children in horrific ways awful stuff His wife was oblivious, likely thought he loved kids and would make a great father. The biggest controversy was he ended up negotiating money, $10,000 per victim for his wife in exchange for the location of their bodies. Crazy. And then someone recommended the TV show Evil Lives Here about spouses, kids, and family members of killers telling their story. And I started watching a few episodes of that, and that was pretty interesting as well. So, yeah, if you ever want to, like, really have more anxiety and um, question everyone that you've ever met and everyone that you're close to, watch Evil Lives Here. Yikes. And never sleep well again. Yikes. (laughs) I just think it's interesting, especially to hear from other people I thought he was a nice guy. Maybe he was a little weird. Maybe he was a little awkward. Maybe a little socially strange. And then to find out that that person has done horrific things or the people who are like the guy on the Betrayed podcast and TV show, super charismatic, seems to be totally in love with his wife, you know, great loved member of the community. And he is having an affair with a student and being absolutely terrible. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. I mean, after all those stories you just told, Tom Sandoval doesn't seem so bad now, does he, everyone? And that's the real I can't reason. believe Tom Sandoval and Raquel Van. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how much I loved listening to you and Amanda on We Love to Hate. 
It was so amazing. I, cause I was just picturing you two in the same room podcasting together. You said it was super awkward. Did you guys have just one mic between you? Yeah. Okay. We just like sat at her like dining room table. How fun. I just, I love that. I can't wait till I can be there one day. I love hearing you guys together. And uh, were you both a little tipsy? Oh, hell yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot when I listened to that. But then I know you also released a Jersey Shore. Or did you guys talk about Vanderpump? Yeah, we did a watch along with Vanderpump. (gasps) Okay. I got to get it. I I have to catch up. But it's probably so annoying because we were both like pausing it every two minutes to just like tangent about something like, oh, look, he's wearing a Metallica shirt. Did you know that Metallica? Like it was just so random. Say no more. I'm in. I am all the way in because that sounds wonderful. And (laughs) (laughs) you know, I love a tangent. I love it. Yeah. A lot of drunk tangents in there, but whatever. It was fun. We had a good time. Since it's Vanderpump, is that on your Patreon? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Shore Store, Patreon, sign up for it. Worth every penny. And um, we love to hate everything or we love to hate TV. Check those out, guys. And we're ready to do some tangents and do a discussion of Terrifier on Patreon. Speaking of Pete Davidson, because Terrifier is like one of his all-time favorite movies. And speaking of freaky fucking killings and obnoxious murders and just horrific things, if you're into all of that... Yeah. Go to Patreon. We did a quick little discussion last week of the descent. We'll definitely have like a longer discussion of Terrifier. We both love Terrifier so much. We were going to do ginger snaps this week, but then we realized we said Terrifier last week. So we're going to do that. And then next week, we're going to talk about ginger snaps, which I've never seen. So, which and I'm Justine has so been excited for you telling to watch. me for like two, three years now that I need to watch ginger snaps. So I'm excited. Even like, okay, my fiance is the type of person who doesn't like to rewatch movies. Like if he's seen a movie before, he's like, I'd rather watch something new, whatever. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch, I have to watch Ginger Snaps by like this day. So I'm going to, I'll just watch it like when you're at work or something. He's like, no, you can throw it on. Like, I'm kind of tired. I'll just like fall asleep during it or whatever. Yeah. And then he like was right into it right away he's like fuck I forgot how like much this movie draws you in and it was filmed like so close to my hometown so there's so many like little Canadian nuances in it that uh, it's like a Canadian masterpiece right Canadian cult classic I will say though lots of dead dogs I know a lot of people that will like turn them right off from a movie you don't listen to you don't you won't I know I was telling her about it I was like she's like not gonna watch that babe um <laughs> I will say this you don't actually see any dogs dying okay but lots of dead dogs okay well maybe we'll just leave that part out when we discuss it we just like Meh. oh yeah that's or like dead, the dead yeah. dog disclaimer <laughs> right <laughs> does the dog die yes <laughs> yes and then we'll just say and then a dog dies moving on <laughs> yeah it's life Um, dogs die just like girls get hacksawed in half by their vaginas too (laughs) i've not watched terrifier in probably a couple years maybe um i haven't i definitely haven't seen it since the second movie and it was really interesting to go back and watch the first one again so you guys go over to our patreon patreon.com slash resting bitch pod five bucks a month we have like 55 or something 
Patreon episodes on there already. And we are labeling this series Resting Ghost Face, which Justine came up with and it makes me so happy. <laughs> I know we could have done like what Erica said, like the resting witch face, but I was like, no, it has to be I like ghost, ghost face for Julie. It has to be, yeah. which by the I way, like I was at spirit Halloween this week and uh-huh. you know, the bunch of ghost face stuff, obviously, but they have a blinged out ghost face, mask, <gasps> which I was like, that's fucking sick. That would look fucking amazing on my wall. Yes. All right. I have, I might have to go to spirit Halloween today. I have to take Alex to um, look for a homecoming dress because now like the homecoming dress that she has is too poofy in comparison to other homecoming dress she's seen. So now we need to go reevaluate things on the day of homecoming. So yeah, we'll be doing that later. So maybe I'll like make it an excuse to stop into spirit and get myself a blingy mask. Do it. Is it pink? No, no, no. Or it's just, it just like blinged. It's just like uh, like silver bling crystals. Ooh, I yes, it's happening. It's all happening. Homecoming is such a weird concept to me because we don't have that in Canada. So whenever like on movies or anything, when people are like homecoming, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Isn't Do that just like the what first football game of the year or something? Usually, I don't think so because I think I think football starts in like September. Yeah, but I, I wasn't sure if first... high school football started later or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe that is what I've never known what homecoming was for. It's just like a way for the school to put on a dance and kids to dress up and someone to be voted king and queen. Mm-hmm. Ew. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Careful. That's a good question <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you a quick little secret off the air. But yeah, so anyways, you guys follow us onto the Patreon and we'll see you there to discuss Terrifier. Stay terrified, everyone. (laughs) Stay spooky.